a lot of us just kind of go day by day and there's no plan and it is a business you know so you need to write down what do we need to do what are the activities what are the budgets where do you want to be tomorrow that's kind of the accountability is the day to day what do people expect from me and what commitments have i made I'm Maud Leje, and this is the Realtors Conspiracy Podcast, where we crack the code to real estate success. Learn from top realtors, entrepreneurs, innovators about how to grow your business as we discuss real estate success stories, mindset, processes, motivations, and the key to their success. Subscribe to our podcast, Realtors Conspiracy, today. This week, I'm speaking with Pinder Singh, realtor of 17 years a strong achiever that runs his business like a business. He believes in goal setting, planning, and the law of attraction. Pinder truly exudes positivity and gratefulness. So let's get to my chat with Pinder. Hi Pinder, thanks for joining me and tell me what is the key to your success? So for me, it's, it's really hard work. It's being involved in real estate all day, every day. Um, and, and the other part is really taking care of your people. Um, I find I'm a big believer in karma. Um, and I find as long as you take care of everybody you come across, the business just happens to take care of itself. So give good advice, care for people as if they were your family members. Um, and, and that's really, you know, um, what's helped me and gotten me to where I am today. Nice. I love it. And then you said you've been an agent for 17 years. You love it. That gets you up in the morning. Tell us more about what motivates you in your career. Well, you know, for me, it's a couple of things. You know, I am competitive. You know, I've played sports. I'm a goalkeeper. So, you know, I joke that I, I like to have the pressure on my shoulders in that position as well as in my career, um, you know, in, in, in hockey as well as soccer. So I'm a sucker for punishment, um, you know, so uh, for me, I'm competitive, but with myself, you know, I, I want to be better than I was yesterday. I want to provide better service. I want to do better numbers. I want, um, you know, more praise from my customers. As, as corny as that sounds, that means something to me. It gives me fuel. You know, when I get a testimonial and they say something like, you know, you were a one-stop shop or you felt like family or, you know, you helped us during this time, it, it kind of gives me that boost to say, okay, let's go do it again. Um, you know, so it's that competitiveness. Again, it doesn't have to be about money it doesn't have to be greed it's it's different ways to be competitive you know again how can i be better on all different levels yeah tell me more about the goal you said you're a goal achiever how do you set yourself up for success <laughs> um so i i kind of do a few different things so uh, every year i do a vision board uh, that's something very important to me my wife does it with me my team members do it as well um you know and i think that's huge so that's something in my home office it's on my wall right across from my desk so i see it all day every day um you know and with god's good grace i've always achieved everything i've ever put on that wall um you know so i believe in that i think that law of attraction kind of part of it works um the other part is to doing a business plan you know i, I think a, a lot of realtors you know i watched one of the podcasts another realtor had done with you guys and he talked about you know, treating it like a business and not just doing deals and transactional. And I really liked that video because I thought, you know what, a lot of us just kind of go day by day and there's no plan and it is a business, you know, so you need to write down what yeah. do we need to do? What are the activities? What are the budgets? Where do you want to be tomorrow? Um, you know, whether you're an individual or a team, you need to look at those things and kind of build it, uh, you know, from where I want to be and then work backwards. What does that mean I have to do every day and what should my daily goals be? Because uh, otherwise, you know, those goals get very overwhelming. You know, if you say, oh, I want to do 100 deals. Okay, where the heck do I start, right? <laughs> um, 
yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's nice to work it backwards and you know exactly, okay, you know, today I need to do this. By the end of the week, I need to do this. On a monthly basis, I should do this. Nice. Uh, you know, so that's been a huge factor for me from the goal setting standpoint. Very cool. How do you keep yourself accountable to make sure you do your daily activities and your planning? Uh, very good question. So luckily for me, I'm, I'm very self-motivated. Um, you know, but for me, I, I think it's my book. So I've, I've got a book that I carry with me all the time for two reasons. Uh, one, I don't have the best memory, uh, so I need to write everything down. Um, but, you know, it's, it's kind of keeping me on track. So I remember, oh, yeah, I got to do this. I got to do that. Um, and again, that breaks it down to small things. So I don't have to be like, oh, how do I hold myself accountable to hit, you know, eight deals this month? How am I going to do that? Well, no, no. I, again, I've known my tasks. I have them written down on my to-do list. And I, I get a thrill from highlighting. Um, you know, so I highlight each item as it's done and it's therapy for me, right? Like, cause you know, it, the, the amount of business we do that we're blessed to do, it can get very overwhelming. You know, my wife is always like, I don't know how you keep that straight in your head. I'm like, well, that's cause I do, I, I write everything down. We've got calendars in my phone, calendar, in my home office calendar at my actual office. Um, that's kind of the accountability is the day to day. What do people expect from me and what commitments have I made? Um, and then I'd say, you know, we joke kind of my you know, you can say your office wife, my assistant, Natisha, um, you know, she's always on me. Hey, did you do this? Did you do that? Um, you know, which is great. And then, you know, my actual wife, she keeps me healthy. So she keeps me accountable on that standpoint. Did you have your lemon water this morning? You had your celery juice, you know, did you eat healthy? You took your vitamins. So she keeps me alive. And then Natisha keeps me, uh, you know, kicking in regards to Yeah. Very cool. I like the system approach. So I'm always a big believer of systems. And then you have good people empowering you at the same time. So these are the two really keys that work for people. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would fall apart with either of those things. Nice. Um, even with, I find it challenging some days. It can be very, very overwhelming. So if I did not have either of those, I don't think I could possibly do what I do, or I might do it for a short period of time and then burn out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a good one. How do you avoid burnouts? It's system. Yeah. Yeah, cool. And what really excites you in the industry right now as a realtor? Um, you know what, for me, it's especially during the pandemic, it's, it's being blessed to actually still be social and get out of the house. Like, you know, um, I realize a lot of people don't have the same day to day this last year, um, you know, whereas I still have a reason to shave, get dressed, go out, um, you know, obviously doing it in a safe manner. Um, you know, but that's very exciting to me. Like I, I take advantage of all the small things, uh, not advantage, but appreciation of the small things, you know? So again, just being able to meet new people, it's strange that I can't shake their hands. You know, I'm old school and meeting somebody and not being able to shake their hands is very strange, but, um, you know, that's kind of the excitement that, you know, again, I'm, I'm pretty, um, you know, don't get me wrong. I love the business and I like success and all that. Um, but I'm a people person, um, I need that. That's what fulfills me. When somebody pats me on the back, I've, I've done that kind of introspection and kind of looked at, you know, who am I? What fuels me? Um, you know, whether I've done disc profiles or, you know, talked to people and done some programs and things of that sort. But I've realized for me, I, I, I want that pat on the back. I want to be told you did a good job. You made us happy. We like you. We trust you. That's the excitement for me. Um, and then, of course, on the side, um, you know, it's when I look at my spreadsheets and I look at the business of, you know, can I achieve this goal? I want to, you know, I want to reach a certain award. So, for example, um, you know, last year I really wanted to hit uh, the Red Diamond Award, uh, which puts us at top 2% of the country. And, and, you know, thank God we did actually make it. And, um, you know, that was very nice. So now, you know, I've set the next goal. There's only one award above that. So that's the National Chairman's Award, which is top 1% in the country. Uh, so I got my eyes set on that, you know, but 
don't get me wrong, that's a secondary goal. You know, if I don't achieve that, but I've done a good job in my day-to-day and taking care of people and people appreciate me and want to refer me and do repeat business with me. Um, you know, I've gone to clients' weddings, um, birthdays, they invite me to their home. You know, that in itself is, is a huge thing for me is that, you know, people are allowing me into their lives and into, into their home. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what really fuels me. And then, yeah, secondary little bit is kind of more of the awards and money and that kind of stuff is a yeah. secondary well, it's a true testament to how great of a job you're doing for your clients when they become part of your life and invite you to their wedding and homes. And I think that's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. What was the defining moment for you where you actually realized you were successful or were going to be successful in real estate? So, <laughs> you know, th- this one's interesting. Um, very quickly, I-, I started actually at the front desk. Uh, you may not know this about me. Um, I started answering phones. I was probably the first male, um, you know, front desk staff. You know, back then we would have said receptionist. Um, people used to call and say, "Sorry, wrong number," and hang up. Uh, it was in 1999 when we still had a smoking room in the office. There was no MLS system. They actually mailed us paper listings every day. Um, I'm aging myself here. Uh, <laughs> we had a Rolodex. You know, we had a typewriter. We did all the all the offers on the typewriter, carbon copy, so you couldn't make mistakes. But uh, anyhow, um, and then I started to see, you know what? Especially then, because the agents didn't have access and the internet, so we knew everything. And I realized that I was 17, 18 years old. I'm like, I've got grown people coming to me and asking me questions about their business. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? Wait a minute. I'm making them rich. Why don't I do this for myself, right? Um, I wanted to be a doctor and I thought some of these guys are making more than a doctor. So I joke, I made my dad proud. I dropped out of university and decided to become a realtor. Um, he's happy now. Not sure. He was like, Ooh, <laughs> what, what? And I was a straight A student. So he's like, what are you doing? But, um, so in 2003, I got my license mm-hmm. and, um, you know, so I just started, I didn't think it was going to be anything that great. You know, I was like, I have the background info, but you know, I started to do a few deals right away. And, you know, whereas I'd heard, you know, usually take six, 12 months to kind of get going. And all of a sudden, you know, within three, four months, uh, I'd reached top three, top, you know, even number one in the office certain months. So that's when I realized. And then in between, I took a hiatus. Um, I became a manager here at my office for eight years. Okay. And, uh, I decided to go back into sales. And it was kind of scary. It was like, do I still have what it takes? Uh, it's been a bit of a, you know, a bit of time. The market's changed. Uh, you know, the whole game. Technology, is- everything would have in those eight years you got it and um yeah i started to do again same type of thing you know i got into the third or fourth deal and then i realized you know what um i I definitely do still have it and it just kind of snowballed you know i was kind of just taking it easy and all of a sudden it was one after the other and then i had to start you know staging and you know and it just kind of blew up and it became a a huge business and then i realized i need a team because it's getting so busy and uh, you know i never sleep or see my family so uh you know that was the main reason i've gotten to where i am now at uh, kind of starting a team where i could use the help nice that's amazing that's a great success story thank you what would you say would be three things three actions that you do or that you do in your career that every other realtor should be doing Mm. Very good question. Social media, um, huge, huge, huge. Um, you you got to be posting. You got to be posting every day. Um, you know, I, I don't feel an agent should be afraid to put themselves out there. You know, we all have different limitations as to what we're, you know, willing to post. But I think it's very important that we show who we are too, that we're human. Um, you know, I like people to be able to see who I am outside of work as well. Um, you know, I've talked to a few colleagues who are like, I'm not comfortable posting pictures of my family. 
I'm like, that's fine. You know what? You could post pictures of the, I mean, now we're in a pandemic, but let's say you're going out uh, at the restaurant, take a picture of your food. It doesn't have to have your face or your kid's face in it, but you know, let people know what you're doing, that you're a human, you know, okay, I got a dog, you know, that's what I like to do. Or, you know, I'm, I'm out at the park or I like to garden, you know, take some video, take some photos, show people that, you know, I'm more than just my business. I think that's where some people make a mistake in social media as a realtor is either they're not doing it or it's only business. Sold, sold, new listing, new listing. That's that's cute for a while, but then it gets boring for the public, right? They're like, well, you know, that doesn't really connect with them, right? You want to be able to connect with people. So social media, number one. Number two, um, something that is simple, but a buyer letter. So what I mean by that is only when it's honest, if you have a genuine buyer who's looking in a certain area, get that notice out there. Whether you're comfortable going in person, you want to mail a letter, you want to drop it on the doors, um, it sounds like such a small thing, but it has gotten me so much business. And then the buyers really appreciate it because, you know, I'm not just being lazy and waiting for a listing to hit MLS, right? I'm being proactive. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then I think even the sellers are kind of impressed, like, oh, you know, nobody else has come to do this, or it's very rare that this has happened. Um, you know, and people start to see, well, you know, he's not just a lazy realtor. He's willing to go out and actually work for, you know, for the money he's making. Um, and number three, number three, um, just stay in touch you know what you got to talk to your people um you know luckily at the level that we've reached that's actually a challenge for me day to day it's very hard to find the time so again when there's no pandemic we try to do two events a year nice yeah whether it's fireworks for canada day we do a um a day at spring ridge farms you know and bring your kids grandkids and uh, you know have a hayride and grab some barbecue and have a musician and face painting um you know sometimes it's christmas come have photos with santa um, you know, and it forces me to take the day off and just kind of, you know, shake hands and kiss babies and remember, you know, my clients and connect with them and give them some sort of value, right? And let them know, like, although I may not call you every few weeks, I do still remember you, I appreciate you. And here's, you know, it's a small token uh, to show you that I care, right? And I haven't forgotten about you just because you've bought and sold already. Yeah, no, those are awesome. Social media, true. Like the engagement come from personality. So showing who you are, and you're right, not necessarily showing you Family could be just where you are, what you're doing. Love mm -hmm. it. And uh, the buyer letter, like so many people are afraid of doing it because they feel it's not genuine because a lot of people do fake letters. Correct. But if you have an actual buyer and it's genuine, why not? That's amazing. And if I may quickly, you bring up a very good point. That's a tip on why I think my letter works maybe more than somebody else's. Um, I make sure to get detailed. Nice. I let them know this, you know, this is a family. They got, you know, an eight-year-old who goes to this school, so they have to stay in this area. They're currently in a two-bedroom. They need a third because they're expecting another child. So the reason is exactly that. There's so many of these fake ones going out. Yeah. I need the person to see that this is not a gimmick. I'm not just trying to get a listing. There is a real person who is looking for this home. And that's probably the key, in my opinion, why my letter actually gets us business, where yeah. some people have said, Pinder, I tried that. It doesn't work. Uh, that's the key is make sure that people realize it's true. You're right. That's a huge key. I see them all the time. I have a buyer for your street, for your neighborhood. And I'm like, no, you don't. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that. You, yeah, very specific, right? People like details, like stories, like to hear what, what's going on. So good, good call there. Thank you. Uh, what's the best advice you've ever had as a realtor? Oh, wow. Oh, man. Best, best advice um you know what i'd probably have to say is don't take for granted when business is going well um, it's planning for bad times i think 
that is something that a lot of us don't do. Do you have six months worth of expenses put aside? What if the market was to crash? What if something went wrong? What are you doing, right? So whether that's savings, whether it's buying investment properties, um, you know, that's kind of where I'm at. Those are my two things, you know, I'll save as well as, you know, put money into uh, real estate. I um, mean, you know, some people may want to do stocks or to be more safer than RSP or, you know, GICs, whatever it may be, put some of that aside. Uh, and on that note, the other thing is taxes. Yes. I've met so many agents who make, you know, north up to a million dollars and they're asking for money and borrowing money and struggling. And I'm scratching my head like, how can you make that much money and be struggling? And you know what? Nine out of 10 times, it comes back down to taxes. So yeah, put that aside. It's not yours. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> so the HST, your income tax, put it aside and then put something else aside for a rainy day. It's very easy to get caught up in those commission checks and go crazy. Um, you know, and it's important for everybody in the family to understand that too, you know, because your family members, oh, you just did a deal. You made 30,000. That's not true. That's not what it dwindles down to by the time yeah. it gets to our pocket, <laughs> right? Um, so I, I think it's the finance part. And I think it also ties back into people not treating it like a business. Understand what are you actually net and how are you preparing yourself for bad days? It's not always going to be sky high, you know, in the market and there are going to be bad months and you have to be prepared. True. I love it. That's awesome. That's really good. Um, you talked about coach um, uh, goals. You talked about business planning, vision board. What, what if you had one book or audio book that you want people to read or that inspired you or helped you in your career? Oh, this is so cliche, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to say the secret. Okay, um, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You talked about the law of attraction. You know what? Um, if we had an infinite amount of time for this, uh, for this interview, I would tell you the story of how I met my wife and it was uh, definitely the law of attraction. Um, I'd tell you about, you know, some of the biggest achievements I've had in my life for the law of attraction. Um, I, it's just such a big part of my day-to-day -day life and I'm able to, with God's good grace, attract everything that I want and it works every time. It's hard for me not to love that book and the concept of it. Um, you know, I have a lot of books in the library that I love, but if I had to pick one, that is the one that impacts my life the most. That's very cool. Do you want to tell us quickly, like, how do you apply it on a day to day or? Yeah, yeah. You know what? Um, so it's very visual for me. So, you know, including the vision board. So I look at that every day, um, yeah. you know, and when I do have time and I'm scrolling through my phone, I, I tend to look up things that I want, um, you know, whether that's my dream car, it's my dream home. Um, you know, and sometimes just watching videos of my kid, I've got a two-year-old son. So, you know, I'll watch a couple of days ago, I was just watching him playing in the rain in a video. And I'm like, I got to get home. You know, I got to, I got to build a team. I got to, I got to do something. So I have more balance in my life. Right. So it's just constant reminders, right. Is what can I, it's feeding my brain, you know, like my wife feeds me uh, to keep my physical health. Right. Cause I'm bad. I eat, I eat junk if she wasn't here. Um, my job is then to feed my, you know, mentally what I feed myself. I, I only feed myself positivity. Um, you know, in the worst of situations, I, I will find a silver lining. Uh, I think that faith is very important. Um, but yeah, I think visual is probably the biggest thing. You know, I'm constantly going through on the internet. That's the beauty. We've got the internet. You can pinpoint your exact thing you want. You know, you want that sports car and you want it in orange and you want a convertible. You can look at that right on Google, look at it, stare at it. Um, you know, so yeah, visual is probably the biggest thing for me. Very cool. I love it. And then you talk about uh, wanting to get home and wanting to build a team. How do you empower your team? Um, very good question. So 
for me, I'm just an open book, you know, as you're probably getting to see just in this interview even, um, right? So there's nothing I hide, uh, even colleagues who aren't on my team, you know, I'll share with them, here's my listing presentation, here's my buyer package, here's what I do. So it's the same thing with the team. I just, I feel it's up to me to say, look, this is what I did from day one to now, and this is how it got me there. So here's the same tools for you guys. Um, and then on top of that, if you need me in person, let's say you're going for, you know, a huge listing and you're kind of worried, you're not used to going in for a three or $4 million listing. Um, I'm more than happy to be there with you. Um, nice. You know, and, and just, you know, we have meetings twice a week. Um, so we spend the whole morning together on Mondays and Thursdays, and then we have lunch together and then we move on. Um, yeah. It allows us to have small talk. It allows us to go through our boards of, you know, which leads do we have coming? What help do each of us need? Um, you know, so it's and staging. So I provide every tool that I have for myself. I provide to my client, uh, to my uh, team members. Yeah. I've got five storage units. I've got all my own furniture. We do our own staging. So, you know, I provide that to them. Um, just being able to jump on the marketing and the systems that I have. And yeah, and Natisha, having access to our administrator uh, is probably one of the biggest selling features for the team because she, um, she runs everything for us, which is uh, amazing. That's amazing. Thank you. And then what quickly in the end, what's your vision uh, for the next year? What are you excited about coming up? Oh, um, let's see. So um, I think we're, we're on track to hit the National Chairman's Award. Um, that's probably the biggest, you know, from an achievement and business standpoint of where I'd like to get to. Um, you know, everything is in steps. So my first step is I need to get to where I was last year. Now, once I've done that is I want to excel and be better than I was last year. Nice. Right? Um, so we're almost at the award level where we were last year. So being that far ahead, it makes it actually somewhat realistic. It's not perfect, but I'm close that we may be able to do it. So, you know, I've talked to the team, let's push and let's try to reach that. So I'd say from a business standpoint, that's the biggest goal. Um, and then possibly about adding the other one or two team members just to provide that balance. Uh, you know, I'm finding in this market with the success, the um, balance for my personal and family time has, uh, has been challenging. So uh, that's something else that I want to fix this year and address. Nice. But that's awesome that you realize it and you're going to address it. I find people get into the work-life balance and it's not balance at all. It's too much work or too much free time. I think if you realize it, acknowledge it, and then try to have the harmony of both of them together, that's awesome. Yeah, being a Libra, I need, I need that balance. It's, it's important to me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> nice. Very cool. Well, thank you for sharing. This was super amazing. I think a lot of realtors will get a lot out of it. And I love your positivity, energy. I think it's, it's awesome. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And thank you. It was uh, flattering for you to want to speak with me today. And uh, I hope, uh, like you said, I hope uh, somebody takes something from this and it helps them in their business and personal life too. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. Thank you.